It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. And a very good Monday morning, afternoon, evening, everybody. Joe Beningo back with you again. The Older Pain Podcast for Monday, President's Day. How about that? February 20th. 2023 and the Joe Beningo Order Paint Podcast brought to you by DraftKings, by the Hackensack Brewing Company, and of course by Anita Discount Tire. Now, before we get into everything here with our President's Day special, I want to thank everybody that came out this past Friday night at the Hackensack Brewing Company for the live podcast. It was great. Uh, everybody that showed up, uh, Joey Jett, Joey Inyankas, Kenny Scarbaggio, the whole Mishbuka there that came. Want to thank everybody, people coming up from Tom's River, people coming in from Manhattan. We want to thank everybody that came to the uh, the live Oda Payne podcast. It was great. Great job done by everybody over there, by uh, Mike Jones, although we didn't really see too much of Mike on Friday night, by uh, by TJ and Herb and and Andre. My, my uh, son-in-law did a great job. Of course, Aaron, my daughter, runs the show, did a fabulous job. So, uh uh, my wife, Terry, always with the support. So it turned out to be a great night. We will let you know when the next live podcast is coming up. Uh, we'll keep you abreast of that. But I want to thank everybody that uh, showed up at the Hackensack Brewing Company. All right. Now, <clears throat> it is President's Day. I always like to do a little President's Day special for the president. So what we're going to do today, we're going to do a little history lesson for everybody, seeing how it doesn't seem that they teach American history anymore in the schools. So, so I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a, a, a little uh, public service here for everybody. And we will, what we're going to do here, we will list the presidents for you. Now I want you to notice, so people don't think that I'm sitting here with a freaking list of the presidents and reading them. No, 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 I am not doing that. So I just want to let everybody know. So here we go. Here we go. Yeah. What do you want to call it? So here we want to go. Here we're going to go and give you the president starting from George, George Washington, right up to little Joe Biden. Okay, so here we go. All right. We'll start up. Here, here we go. Ready? So the presidents, here we go. For those people that don't know, George Washington, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, James Monroe, John Quincy Adams, the great Andrew Jackson, Martin Van Buren, or William Henry Harrison, John Tyler, James Polk, Zachary Taylor, Millard Fillmore, Franklin Pierce, the brutal James Buchanan, uh, Abraham Lincoln, of course, Andrew Johnson, one of my all-time favorite presidents, Ulysses S. Grant, what a great general he was as well, uh, Rutherford B. Hayes, James Garfield. Yes, Garfield, New Jersey, was named after him. He was also assassinated. Uh, Chester Allen Arthur, Grover Cleveland, uh, Benjamin Harrison. Uh, Grover Cleveland, again, the only president uh, to get uh, two terms that were not successive. And we'll see if that could happen again. We'll see. Uh, nevertheless, William McKinley, Teddy Roosevelt, William Howard Taft. How about that? He was the first president ever to throw out a first pitch in a Major League Baseball game, for those who care. Woodrow Wilson, Warren Harding, Calvin Coolidge, uh, Herbert Hoover, who presided over the uh, Great Depression, FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, who may have been a little overrated, and he's the only president uh, that uh, – was elected to four different terms. He only served 12 years because he passed away 
very early in his fourth term in uh, 1945. Uh, Harry S. Truman, the great Dwight D. Eisenhower. Of course, he was the uh, uh, the uh, the head of the uh, of the uh, military uh, in the uh, in World War II, as we all know. The the Allied Army, if you want to call it that. Dwight D. Eisenhower, one of the greats. One of my all-time favorites, JFK, Jack Kennedy, of course. And we all know what happened to him on November 22nd, 1963, when he was assassinated. I think the mafia, uh, it was by the mafia, but that's me. I mean, you know, nobody really knows, and nobody ever really wants to say, I don't buy the Warren Report for a second. LBJ after that, Lyndon Baines Johnson, of course, then Richard Nixon after him, Gerald Ford after him, who uh, was not elected, of course, remember he was, uh, the vice president, when Nixon was forced to resign after the whole Watergate disaster, and that's a whole nother story again. So Gerald Ford, then Jimmy Carter, uh, who uh, uh, right now not doing too good, was just <clears throat> was just put into hospice as he's 98 years old, but he's he's still with us as we speak. So Jimmy Carter, then of course uh, the great Ronald Reagan. After that, then we had the first of the George Bushes, the older George Bush, Bill Clinton. Uh, after that, and then, of course, after Bill Clinton, we had the second of the George Bushes, and then Barack, of course, Barack Obama, uh, of course, the uh, the first uh, African-American president, as we all know, and then we had Big Don, and now we got Little Joe. So there you go. And, and let me and let me just say this. Let me just say this before we go, before I, I, I move away here from the presidential stuff. Uh, Little Joe, Joe Biden, that's not Joe Cartwright, little Joe Cartwright from the Bonanza days. No, the president, Joe Biden, he's in the Ukraine. Great that he went to make a surprise visit to the surprise visit to Zelensky and everything and with the war going on in the Ukraine. It would be nice if he made like a surprise visit to East Palestine, Ohio. And we'll leave it at that. All right. So there it is. There's my little presidential, you know, my little uh, history lesson for those who as I said, I don't know if they teach American history anymore in these classrooms. Uh, I, I'd be afraid to ask uh, students, really, who George Washington was. But that's that's a day. That's for another day. Now, obviously, a very, very, very off time as far as the sports world is concerned, right? The Super Bowl was last week. The football season's over. You know, baseball, spring training. You know, pitches and catches are happening right now, but. You know, I, I can't get excited about baseball until we start playing on April 1st, March 31st, whenever the season starts. I'm not sure, but I can't really get excited until that. Uh, you know, so if that meant, you know, uh, guys throwing batting practice down in spring training are exciting you, well, great. <laughs> That's for you. Maybe you get excited about the World Baseball Classic coming up in March. I don't. I think it's an absolute waste of time. Uh, does anybody really give a flying you-know-what about the World Baseball Classic, God knows I don't. So with all of that said, let's continue, because I know you know all my Jet fans that listen. Obviously, the big story, if you're a Jet fan, who will be the Jet quarterback? And we all know that right now Aaron Rodgers is still, I think he's still in the dark room. I think he might, I think he is. I think he's still in the dark room. And I was checking, checking out a little bit about this dark room. Now, now they do have a... Uh, a bathtub in the middle of the dark room, okay, which I didn't realize. They do have a bathroom in there as well. And, you know, and if it's completely dark, how the hell do you take a bath in the dark, you know? And, I, and they're giving him food, but he only gets food like once a day. 
So what do you say? So you like eat like once a day. You don't eat again the whole freaking day. I mean, there's no refrigerator in there to keep the food fresh, right? You know, if you're going to, you know, if let's say they bring the food in at like eight o'clock in the morning. All right. I mean, how do you keep it going all day? All right. So they, they, they push the food into the door. They have a bathtub in the middle of the room. Um, there is a bathroom there. I don't know how you see anything. You're like, you're like blinded because it's, it's dark, right? So who knows? Now, I do understand that you can come and go freely if you want, if you're in the dark room, right? So you can leave anytime you want. You're not like you're in prison there. If you want, you know, the door's not locked. You can open the door and just go the hell out anytime you want, all right? Okay, so that's what we want to establish all of that. Now, my son Johnny was here yesterday. He was helping us put some alarms up because they're going to come and expect our place for the alarm system. So that's great. That's coming tomorrow. Can't wait for that. That should be just uh, a bowl of uh, a, a bowl of joy. But nevertheless, with that said, um, so anyway, so he was telling me that in the that there's something of that he's doing. He's hallucinating, Rogers. He, some kind is he doing some kind of drug? What was it? What was it? Ashwagandha. God. I mean, I've heard of acid. I've heard of mescaline. <laughs> right. Ashwagandha? Is that really the name? It's illegal in the United States. Well, of course. It, how could it not be? <laughs> Ashwagandha? I mean, what the hell is that? Ashwagandha. So, Ganda, Gaga, who cares? So, he's sitting in there doing it. He's like hallucinating, Rogers? Really? I mean, I'm hallucinating, waiting to see what the hell he's doing. I mean, really, think about this guy. You know, my, my great partner, when we did the show on Saturday morning, Evan Roberts, he brought this up. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of similarities between Aaron Rodgers and Kyrie Irving. I mean, really. Now, I know Kyrie, you know, it's different. You know, they're both they're both nuts. I mean, let's be honest. Like, I lost these. They're both crazy. They're crazy in different ways. Right. You know, Aaron may be not as I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe he does think the world is flat, just like Kyrie. I don't know. Maybe he does. Now, they are different in very different ways. I understand that. No question about it. But they both are a little nuts. They're a little out there. Rogers is out there. Now, he doesn't care. You know, we know that he doesn't care about the cancel culture and all this crap. You know, I understand, which is good for him that he doesn't. But as a Jet fan, does it worry you a little bit? That this guy is a little out there, right? I mean, let's let's be honest about. It. I mean, it worries me a little bit. Now, I want him; he's my first choice. Don't get me wrong. You know, I think people kind of misconstrued me at the uh, at the podcast Friday night, thinking that I want Derek Carr before I want Aaron Rodgers. That's not true. My feeling is that I'm concerned that and Derek Carr obviously went in. He visited the Jets. He's already left. I guess they took him out to dinner Friday night. Then they had a nice meeting with him on Saturday, you know. So, you know, Rogers is, I mean, Carr has already come and gone. Now, we know he also visited the New Orleans Saints uh, last week or whenever that was. And I guess the Saints actually did try to trade for him with Oakland or with Vegas. Like, I'm, I'll always call them the Oakland Raiders. They tried to trade for him with Vegas. And what happened was that, you know, Carr said, no, 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 I'm not accepting a trade. You know, I, I want to be a free agent. And so that's what he is. And that's really, to me, another thing that's a, that's appealing about Carr over Rodgers is the fact that you don't have to give up anything to get Derek Carr. You just, all you got to do is pay him. That's it. You don't have to give up draft choices. You don't have to give up anything like that. 
and you could just, you know, pay Derek Carr and get him. You know, whereas with Rodgers, you're going to have to give up something. Now, I don't think it's going to be as prohibitive as maybe a lot of people think. I don't think that because, you know, he is 38 years old. The Packers seemingly want to get rid of him. I mean, if you believe that, you know, I know that there was uh, one of the uh, one of the longtime uh, reporters that's covered the Packers for a lot of years said that the Packers are done with Rodgers. I mean, I don't know if I buy that. I really don't. I'm not sure I'm 100% down that that's really the case. But, but well, nevertheless, nevertheless, uh, you know, so you're not gonna, I don't think you're going to have to give up as much. It's only going to be a couple of years. He is 38 years old. Maybe you wouldn't even have to give up a number one draft choice. Probably will, although I, I certainly wouldn't give up my number one pick this year. But who knows? Who knows if and when this is going to happen? I mean, I to me, I don't think anything like this. Any, we're not going to find out who the Jet quarterback is probably until the free agency starts in March. I mean, that's me anyway. And hopefully by that point, Rodgers will be out of the dock, you know? <laughs> I think it's going to take him like a while. Like once you get out of the dock too, I think it takes you like a while to actually see again. Yeah, he's, you know. I mean, how many people really want to go in a dark room? I mean, seriously? For four days. I mean, a dark room for an hour or so is good. You know, I like to do that myself. But four days, you know, with nothing, you know, just food and, and a bathtub. Come on. And a, and a bathroom. I mean, you know, that's it. No music, right? No women, right? I mean, what what is that? Anyway, that's, what do I know? So, but anyway, we'll see what happens. Look, the other thing about Carter to me is more attractive than Rogers. Now, obviously Rogers is better. We know that because younger, he's only 32 years old and you got to figure, and he's a guy that plays. He's been healthy. I know he had that injury a number of years ago when he had that big year, when he was almost the MVP and the Raiders went to the playoffs and wound up losing that playoff game to Houston because Carr didn't play. Right. I forget who the quarterback was in, uh, for, um, uh, the uh, the Raiders in that game. I forget who it was, but it doesn't matter, you know. And the other thing with Carr, too, let's be honest. I mean, Carr's been, you know, he's gone through a lot of coaches with the Raiders. How many different guys coached him over there, right? I can't even think of them all. I mean, he just had Josh McDaniel. He had that Rich Biasucci, who they really shouldn't have got rid of. He actually took him to the playoffs last year, right? They had Gruden before that, who got obviously unceremoniously, uh, you know, dumped out of Oakland. But think about that, too. The year, two years ago when they went to the playoffs, you, you had the whole John Gruden thing, that distraction, and then you had the Henry Ruggs thing with that distraction, right, with the Raiders. And still Carr and the Raiders made the playoffs and came very close to knocking off the Bengals in that first-round playoff game in Cincinnati. So, but whatever. Look, if the Jets wound up with Derek Carr, I'm fine with it. Do I want Aaron Rodgers first? Yes. But if they wind up with Carr, I'm fine with it. I'm also fine with Jimmy Garoppolo, although my concern is always with Jimmy Garoppolo is he gets hurt all the time. You know, he's going to play 10, 11 games a year and there'll be some kind of an injury. And then that goes back to who's the backup. Are they going to bring Mike White back as the backup, which I think they should. You know, I don't know what they're going to do with with um, Zach Wilson. What do you do with him? You know, there's a lot of speculation that if Aaron Rodgers winds up being the quarterback, that Zach's going to be the backup. He's going to sit behind Rodgers for two years. Well, Really? And what do you do in two years when his rookie contract's up? How are you paying Wilson? I I I don't know. I I it's it's very very strange. But one of those three to me, the the quarterback of the Jets next year has to be one of those three guys. It really does. It either has to be Rodgers, Derek Carr, or Jimmy Garoppolo. 
I want no part of Ryan Tannehill. I, I hear too much. I hear the name Ryan Tannehill too much with the Jets. I don't want him. Oh, really? He's 34 years old. He's not any good. I mean, I know he's had some, you know, they had some winning seasons in Tennessee, but you know, Tannehill did a lot of handing off to Derrick Henry. And he's got a, he always had a pretty good defense there. He's got a good head coach in Mike Vrabel, and they're in a horrible division. I mean, you know, the AFC South, you know, is not exactly loaded. It's not exactly what the NFC East this year uh, uh, was this year, or even the uh, AFC East. So, I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm very skeptical. I don't, if, if they wind up with Ryan Tannehill, I am not going to be happy about it. I can tell you that right now. Now, I would rather have Baker Mayfield. I'd rather take a shot. If I had a guy like Baker Mayfield, if I'm going to sit here worrying about, you know, uh, bringing in a guy like Ryan Tannehill, because Mayfield's only like 27 years old. And to me, he's got a lot to prove. This guy was the number one pick in the draft. He's already on, been on three teams. He was on Cleveland. He was on Carolina. He was on the Rams, you know. So he's going to be, you know, wherever he is, to me, he's got a major chip on his shoulder. And remember, a couple of years ago, he took the woe-begone Cleveland Browns to the playoffs. And remember, they beat Pittsburgh in the first-round playoff game. And then, <coughs> excuse me, in the, <coughs> as I cough up a lung, uh, can, death can't be far away. Anyway, anyway, <coughs> excuse me, everybody. I'm, like I said, oh, to God, what a disaster. What a, a wise man once said, a very wise man, one of the greats of all time, once said, what a drag it is getting old. Yes. Go running to the shelter. Go running for the shelter of your mother's little helper. Yes, I understand. Exactly. Oh, uh, the pain. Anyway, this is what happens when you get old. I would rather have Baker Mayfield than Ryan Tannehill. I would take a chance on a guy like that. I really would. Uh, for all the reasons I just said. That he's got a chip on his shoulder. Like I said, they gave the Chiefs all they wanted in that divisional playoff game a couple years ago before they lost to them. And think about it. Think about it. Cleveland Browns and playoffs, right? That's almost like as foreign as Jets and playoffs. It's kind of like the same thing. Browns and playoffs, what? Jets and playoffs, what? You know? So I'd rather go with the Mayfield group. And how about how about this? This to me is very interesting as well. The Giants haven't paid Daniel Jones yet. What's going on with that, with the Giants? How how long are they going to wait to make a deal? And I just saw Jones change his agent. I guess he brought a different agent in now. I mean, how long are the Giants going to wait to pay Jones? It makes you wonder if they really want him back or not. Doesn't it make you wonder if you're the Giants? Remember, uh, Brian Dable and Joel Shane did not draft him. Now, he had a great year last year. Obviously, on the table, Jones, I thought I thought Jones should have been in the MVP conversation. I mean, you know, he took the Giants to the playoffs. They won a playoff game as well. And we're a very, very limited offense. I mean, you know, Isaiah Hodgins was his number one receiver. He did have Saquon there, and that's another story. What are the Giants going to do about him? Are they bringing him back? Are they going to franchise him? What are they going to do? I can't see them franchising Jones. I don't think that's going to happen. Because the franchise tag for a quarterback in the NFL is like, you know, $33 million for one year. My wife's laughing, but it is. <clears throat> the franchise tag for a running back, I think, is 10 or $11 million. So we'll see what happens. Very, very interesting how that's going to work out. Uh, but I'll tell you, I'll say this, and I don't – look, I think the Giants will sign Jones when all is said and done. But 
if Jones was out there and I'm the Jets, I got to think about it. I, I got to think about signing him. I mean, he's only 26, 27 years old, coming off a career year. I'll take my chances on Daniel Jones. You know, Brian Dable made him into a lowercase Josh Allen. He really did. So, but we'll see. We'll see how the cookie crumbles. Like I said, Aaron Rodgers, my number one choice. Derek Carr's next and Garoppolo. I do not want Ryan Tannehill. And I clearly want Mike White back to be the backup. So there you go. Let me clear it up for everybody if you uh, thought otherwise. All right. Let's get our sponsors in here. You know, I want to thank DraftKings because they did a great job. They're with me during the football season. And I appreciate, you know, all the support. Two years now working with them. And I thank them so much. And if you're going to do any kind of betting at all, you're going to bet on golf. How about John Rahm yesterday? How about him winning the uh, Genesis at Riviera in L.A.? Oh, my God. That was a great, uh, great battle with him and Max Homer, who, by the way, right now are probably the top two, play, at least playing the best golf of anybody right now. Rahm, Rahm's already won three tournaments this year. Incredible. He's really been phenomenal. He's actually won five of his last nine starts on the PGA Tour. And he won for me, too, in this stupid pool I'm in. This golf pool, I picked, I actually won. I won with Rom. There was probably 30 other people in the pool that had Rom, too. But, you know, what the heck? It's nice to at least get an occasional win. But anyway, if you want to bet on golf, if you want to bet on college basketball, if you want to bet on uh, the NBA, you want to bet on the hockey, whatever you want to do, the way to go is DraftKings. There's no doubt about it. There's a lot of these services out there. DraftKings is the best. They offer the best. The best payouts are at DraftKings. Check out DraftKings. We want to thank them again for all their support. Then, of course, Anita Discount Tire. It was great seeing Ari. Of course, Johnny's always there, my son, at the uh, at the podcast. It was great seeing Ari and his son at the podcast Friday night. Uh, go check out Anita Discount Tire in Rivervale, New Jersey, on Westwood Avenue. You need tires. You need any work done on your car. See Ari, see Johnny, they'll take care of you. Do a great job there, no doubt about it. And last but certainly not least, the Hackensack Brewing Company. And again, I want to thank everybody that came out on Friday night. All the support uh, at the Brewing Company. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, Great job by Mike Jones. Didn't see much of them, but nevertheless, great job by Mike Jones. And TJ, who we did see a lot of there. And Herb, who I did not see there. And of course, my uh, son-in-law, Andre, who did a great job and. uh, was all over it on Friday night. So uh, thank everybody again, Aaron, my, my wife, Terry, everybody that helped out. Uh, terrific job. And like I said, we will again uh, do another live podcast. We'll let you know when. And you know the deal on the brewing company, 10 minutes off the GW Bridge, uh, right off uh, Route, 40, Route 4 in Hackensack. The tap room's open 4.30 to 10 Monday through Friday, 2 to 10 Saturday, 12 to 8 Sunday, 78 Johnson Avenue in Who Needs a House out in Hackensack. So... Go check it out. Tell them Beningo sent you. Make sure. I hope you, I hope you had some of my Oda Payne beer the other night. Make sure you check out the Oda Payne beer uh, when you're there as well. All right. Beningo with the Oda Payne podcast. It is President's Day. We did our little presidential interlude as we uh, uh, did early on. Just uh, gave you a list of all the presidents for those that don't know. And I think there's more that don't than do. So we'll leave that. We'll leave that. Uh, we'll leave that uh, out there right now. Anyway, anyway, um, mentioned the golf yesterday. Great. Uh, the Genesis Open was great. John Rahm, right now, the best golfer in the world. There's no doubt about it. Um, number one, no question about it. Um, went ahead of Scotty Scheffler on the official world rankings, 
And I tell you, the Live Tour right now is is really hurting. I mean, they got – is anybody – where is the Live Tour? Are they playing? Is anybody playing in the Live Tour? I mean, I don't, they have no TV contract, right? And I'm hearing now, I'm hearing rumblings that guys on the tour, on the Live Tour, are not too happy that they went to Live. Brooks Kepka comes to mind. Oh, did he? Brendan Steele went to Live? Did he? Brendan Steele went to Live, too. Not that he's one of the big names, but – I saw where Brooks Kepka is not happy about the live tour. And let's be honest. I mean, you know, where is, where is Brooks Kepka? Where is Dustin Johnson? Where is Patrick Reed? Right? Where is Phil Mickelson? These guys all went to live. So, I mean, they're all right. They can all play in the Masters. And I guess we're going to see them all at the Masters. Cameron Smith, another guy. So, I guess we'll see them all at the Masters. But, you know, it is a little bit of a hit to the PGA Tour. And I wonder if these guys are really starting to have second thoughts about making that move. I mean, I know it's a lot of money. The Saudi Arabians threw a lot of money at him with this tour and all of that. But I really wonder if there are second thoughts. But nevertheless, John Rahm right now playing the best golf of anybody in the world. And it was great seeing Tiger play at Riviera too. How about Tiger? Give him credit, man. He wound up one under par. Um, really, I thought he played great. The fact that he made the cut. The fact that he was able to walk all 72 holes, it didn't look like he had any you know, uh, perceivable lip, uh, limp or anything like that. I thought uh, that was terrific. He actually had a – he played real well in the first round, and he played real well in the third round. He did not play great in the second round, even though he wound up making the cut. And he really wasn't great yesterday. Uh, he did wind up one under par. He, he came into, uh, into the final round three under, so he wound up two over for the day yesterday. But – one under par for the tournament, and it's great seeing Tiger back. And I guess we won't see him now again to the Masters. You know he's going to play in the Masters. I guess he's going to play in uh, all the majors. But the next time we'll see Tigers, uh, Tiger will be early April uh, at Augusta. So, But it was really great seeing him, and he makes such a difference. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, even when he's not winning tournaments, the uh, juice meter goes way up when Tiger is playing. There's no question about it. All right. Beningo, the Oda Payne podcast. You know, I want to I want to kind of close with this. I haven't really touched too much on the basketball, but I got to say this. They had the All-Star game yesterday. I could care less about the All-Star game. I could care less about any All-Star game. You know, baseball, basketball, hockey, obviously the disaster of a Pro Bowl. Well, now they got, they're playing touch football in the Pro Bowl. I mean, come on. You know, anyway. So I'm not, you know, the All-Star games, when I was a kid, I was high in All-Star games. That is not the case anymore. But um, let me say this, though. You know, when the Knicks signed Jalen Brunson in the offseason, I was like, eh, Jalen Brunson, he's a, okay. Am I supposed to get excited about this guy? He's all right. He's a legitimate point guard. Well, let me tell you something. Jalen Brunson, he, he may turn out to be the best free agent signing the Knicks ever, ever made. I mean, how good has this guy been? You know, I said in, in the beginning of the year, he was really playing well. And I said, you know what? Jalen Brunson, man, he's the best point guard the Knicks have had since Derek Harper, you know, back in the 90s. Well, let me, I want to amend that statement now. He's the best point guard the Knicks have had since Clyde. I mean, that's how good he is. This guy, I mean, I mean, not only is, is he been playing terrific, how many 40-point games has he had already? I mean, you know, you want the ball in Jalen Brunson's hands with the game on the line. As we sit right now at the All-Star break, the Knicks are 33-27. and 27. They're in the sixth spot right now in the Eastern Conference, which means they would avoid the play-in and, you know, just be good to go uh, in the uh, in the regular playoffs. 
and that would be great. They're playing terrific basketball right now, and he has made Julius. He, he's the only All Star the Knicks had was Julius Randle. How did Jalen Brunson not make the All Star team? Not that I care, but how did he not make the All Star team? Now, this guy's phenomenal. And now the move they made for his uh, Villanova teammate, former Villanova teammate, won a national championship there with uh, with Josh Hart at Villanova. They brought him in, and he's off to a real good start with the Knicks. I'm telling you, you got to be a little excited about what's going on at Madison Square Garden right now. You got the Knicks rolling, Jalen Brunson playing just phenomenal basketball. Like I said, probably the ne- the best Nick point guard dare I say since Walt Clyde Frazier, which is saying a, uh, saying a lot, and that's going back a long time, as you know. Long decades, as we all know. But between the Rangers, who were playing terrific hockey, just made a move to bring back Tyler Mott, who they brought in last year, played real well late in the season and on into the playoffs. The Rangers have been red hot. They lost a tough game in overtime uh, the other night to Calgary, but they had won seven straight games before that. Um, you know, they're playing they're, they're playing big-time hockey. The bottom line on the Rangers, though, they got to win the Cup, and it's not going to be easy because the Eastern Conference – is very tough. I mean, the Rangers right now may wind up playing a first-round playoff series against the Devils, who've had a terrific year. Jack Hughes having a big year and all of that. And there's a lot of good teams in the East. You know, uh, Carolina, you know, Tampa Bay, obviously the Boston Bruins, who uh, are having a phenomenal season right now. So things are, you know, maybe things aren't going so great for Jim Dolan in general. I mean, who knows? Maybe they are, maybe they're not. I don't know. I don't know. He's always – he's always uh, – you know, a lightning rod for for some kind of, uh, you know, something. There's always some kind of controversy going on with Dolan. But right now, uh, as far as the two teams that have at Madison Square Garden, things are going pretty damn well, as it looks like both the Knicks and the Rangers are uh, on their way uh, to making the playoffs. So uh, very pumped up about both teams. You should be if you're a fan of the Knicks and the Rangers. So uh, uh, as far as that's concerned. All right. I want to thank everybody for listening. Again, I want to thank everybody that came out last Friday night. Thank you so much. Uh, it's uh, really enjoyable uh, talking to you guys. And uh, we will move on uh, as we go now into the post-football part of the year. Always very difficult. I am playing golf again today. My wife and I are playing golf again. And then the weather's starting to get crummy. All the love, everybody.